We are very excited about today's show. And before we begin, we got Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. Jesse, tell us what you got for us. Steven, I have to laugh because when I used to hear the brand Dyables, I picture satin shoes that could be dyed to match or prom dress the perfect color. And I know I'm showing my age there, but Dyables has really emerged as a major player in pageant shoes in the past five to 10 years. And I have been so impressed with the quality and the styles. So this week I wanted to tell our our listeners all about the Cali by Diables. Well, a, a fun story. I was at the Benjamin Walk warehouse um, a few months ago and that's how they got their name. That's how they started. I remember. Was doing just that. So, and they've certainly come a long way since then, but um, they can customize dyes to dresses and all that stuff but okay <laughs> back to the promo what do you got for us back to modern reality yes, so yes. the cali shoe um i would like to say it's like a tippy top cousin so like your platform shoes that you rely on that just look great with everything so cali has like an inch and a half platform on the front and then it only has a four and a half inch heel so you get a ton of lift, but not a ton of an arch on your foot, which means this is a great shoe to wear for long periods of time. Or if you know you have a lot of rehearsals for pageant week and you want to save your feet, these shoes are solid. You're not going to feel wobbly um, and they're going to look great. They're going to make your legs look really long and lean because of that lift from the platform. Yeah. And we've really seen a lot of sales come through for this particular shoe. And I think it's going to continue to pick up trends. So where can they find it? How can they claim the discount, uh, shipping, all that stuff? So we are celebrating the silver version this week. So just the silver. Um, and they can get 25% off at shop.pageantplanet.com. And the coupon code is Cali, C-A-L-I-25. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome to another episode. Today, Jesse Ledoux and myself, we are going to be talking about packing for your pageant and how it's not as easy as you think. So Jesse, go ahead and set the stage for us. Well, packing for a pageant is extremely stressful. You're always leading up to the minute for like altered items. Like you can't pack those until you pick those up. Um, you have those last minute shopping trips for things like traction pads for your shoes, hem tape if something doesn't work out with alterations. So it's not easy to keep track of all your items. It's not as easy as opening up, opening up your closet, seeing what's in front of you and taking it all at once and putting it in a suitcase. It just doesn't happen as lovely as that would be. And Stephen, I have to start today's podcast by saying that we, of course, asked our Instagram followers about today's topic with pageant packing. And I was pleasantly surprised with all the resourcefulness of our gang. And while we know things happen, our goal is to use our lessons learned to help you never be in the same position. Yeah, completely. And you think about it, I mean, packing should be easy. I mean, you've packed mm -hmm. to stay overnight at a friend's house, you've went to vacation before. So it's not really rocket science. But when then you throw on all the moving parts that a pageant has, and all the different stresses and internal dialogue that's going on while you're packing, it's really easy to forget things. Because it's not so much of like, oh, I'm going to wear this outfit to, um, 
my appearance at pageant weekend or I'm going to open, here's my opening number. When you lay that outfit inside your suitcase, you start to think, Oh, wonder what Rebecca's wearing. You know, Rebecca being the girl that you've been watching who is like a front runner or it's like, Oh, I wonder how this is going to be the stage. And then you have the side tangent in your mind. And meanwhile, your arms are putting things and you're like, wait, what, what did I just pack? You know, so if you're not careful, as you've known and experienced, you can really forget some pretty obvious things, which we're, we're going to figure out or find and out. And you mentioned like packing should be easy. We pack to go to friends' house or overnights all the time. But think of what percentage of time, Stephen, you do forget something. And that's even for like a non-stressful experience. Like I can remember forgetting my charger to trips. I can forget I can remember forgetting my toothbrush. Like they're just like little things you just don't think about because they're such ingrained as a part of our routine that we just assume like I went on a trip last week. I forgot a hairbrush. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I use a hairbrush twice a day. How did I forget one? So, and then you add in all the stress of pageantry and it's a whole nother ball game. So it should be easy, but it never is. Yeah. And I I can remember going to a pageant and packing like uh, my tuxedo shirt and suit top but then an opposing suits pants <laughs> and oh, then no. my tuxedo shoes but like not normal dress shoes i'm like ah crap <laughs> you know so yeah it happens right but um yeah this podcast is to help us like reduce the likelihood that you're going to miss something important okay so where do we start So let's talk about what absolutely not to forget, like the non-negotiable, you cannot forget this. Okay. And this is competition wardrobe items. And this item was um, a no-brainer, but it was, of course, inspired by our Instagram audience. And there were two, um, two of our followers that had similar experiences. So um, Stephen, why don't you read the first one? Okay. So Erica underscore Allen 005 said, I always run through a checklist of everything I need to bring. Yet somehow I forgot my interview outfit. I had to improv by using my, in parentheses, thankfully interview appropriate casual wear. So she had a casual wear competition outfit. She used that um, in place in lieu of her interview outfit, which she forgot. Yikes. But imagine how much time contestants are spending picking out every single wardrobe option for competition. And then you forget it. I mean, again, it happens, but it's one of those things that it just, you have no room for error. And fortunately for Erica, she had a backup. But um, heaven.alves also said that she forgot a pair of shoes. Um, she said, I swear for a moment it was the end of the world, but I regrouped and made the best out of it and reused a pair. So this is that resourcefulness I was referring to, Stephen, where even though people like made mistakes or made missteps, they still were able to make it work. So I definitely value that. Mm-hmm. But if nothing else, when you're packing, you need to have the clothing items, undergarments and shoes required to step on the stage. These are the most important items to have. I can't say it enough. And if you don't have enough pajamas, who cares? You're not being judged on that. Yeah. So take triple time to work on competition wardrobe and items and about half the time, maybe even a quarter of the time on the outfits that, that no one will ever see. Right. And I mean, it's really important to make a comprehensive list of everything on for your onstage competition and what wardrobe items you need to complete it. I mean, that really will feature accessories, shoes, the outfit itself, and of course, all the necessary undergarments. But mm-hmm. we, we also, we have a, a, pat, a packing checklist. So if you don't want to go through and think it through yourself, 
um, you can use ours. And I mean, I'll provide the link to that article in the show notes, but pretty much it's a mind dump of everything that you could potentially need for um, your, your pageant. Mm-hmm. And with the checklist that Stephen was just talking about, um, when you're making your own based on each wardrobe, so if you have interview dress and you need a nude color bra and if you need seamless underwear and then you have nude peep toe pump, or whatever you're wearing for interview and you're che- like make sure you're literally crossing them off as they get into your suitcase so you know and the other thing which is where a lot of mistakes happen I think for competition items is if you're reusing things because you assume that you would have gotten it for something so once you put it in cross it off and then subsequently cross it off on every other category or time you're wearing that particular item yeah do you have a favorite story around like packing or maybe oh forgetting gosh. since you're throughout your competition years? Yes, this is my favorite story. I tell all of my clients the story because it's an interview helper in the long run. But anyway, so I just moved to New York City. I was 18 years old and I was competing in my first pageant after. So I took the train to my pageant screening and had like all of my suitcase, all my necessary wardrobe. And it was winter and I had like Ugg boots on the train. So I'm in my interview outfit on the train with Ugg boots and I get to the city and I for, I realized I had no interview shoes. I had oh. Ugg boots. That was all I had. And this, Stephen, I'm going to date myself. This was before smartphones. Yep. Before Google Maps. Yeah. So I'm like in New York City, brand new to the city, and I'm just praying that I pass a store <laughs> on the way gosh. to the pageant to find my shoes. And yeah. um, I did find a pair at a store called Rainbow. Probably familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I tell this story as part of interview prep is because I walked into the room. And the judges asked me, and I'm at frantic, right? And the judges asked me, what do you like to do for fun? And that is like the easiest question in the world. And I couldn't think of one thing I like to do for fun. So I said, watercolor painting. And I've never watercolor painted a day in my life. And so I that's I use that story to tell my contestants when they freeze. I'm like, your brain will take over. You just have to trust it. Right. Don't think. Like, and it, I, watercolor painting is not a major lie or anything, but I was able to talk around it, et cetera. But in the moment, it was like, okay, here we are. And then from there, it was smooth sailing. Oh, my god! But gosh. that's how much forgetting wardrobe or being out of sorts can impact your performance. Well, and the thing is, it's the emotional impact that it has. And forgetting something can cost you the crown, not from the sake of, like, one shoe is important for, for like, winning the title, but right. it throws you off your game so much and you just know, I mean, your confidence stripped away because you're like, oh, how did I forget this? And you start to beat yourself up. I'm sure Rebecca didn't beat it <laughs> or did, Rebecca didn't forget her stuff or whoever it is that you're competing that causes that maybe intimidation factor with you or whatever. But like it just throws you off your game. So being organized and having a proper checklist up front can help you win the crown because you can focus on just keeping yourself centered, keeping yourself calm and putting your best foot forward. Exactly. Cool. All right. So the first is uh, competition wardrobes. Okay. Don't forget any of, any of those. What, what's the next category you have for us? The next category is full beauty stylings. What I mean by this is all of the necessary tools, products to make your hair and makeup look the best they possibly can. Okay. So um, we've got a few from our Instagram. There's Our Instagram followers love this one. Like, yeah, 21 comments on this post. Yeah. Like, people were about it. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll read the first one. Uh, the real underscore Mrs. Croft. She said, um, 
makeup brushes.、Uh, I did a full, fa- full face with my finger, tissues, and Q tips. Go runner up.、Um, probably one of the, my proudest moments. So I don't know what she means by go runner up, but maybe she got runner up. Oh, typo. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> but、um, yeah, I could totally see her.、Um, Doing that with、uh, finger tissues and, and Q tips.、Oh、yeah. The amount of stress, I can't even imagine. Right. What, what's like, the next I forget one? one brush and I'm out of sorts. Well, yeah. I mean, I could, I mean, it's like going on a construction site and forgetting your hammer, right? It's, it's going to make the job pretty difficult. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not even a question. Like, it's, it's, like you said earlier, it's the mental impact this has. Can I, like, I just picture myself in frantic trying to be MacGyver. And when you're in pageant mode, you can't afford to be MacGyver. You need to go in there, be a professional, be in routine. And that's what packing does for you is giving you the peace of mind that knows that, like, you have what you need to succeed. Well, okay, so w- with myself, and, and I wasn't being judged or you know, I wasn't in a competition. I was there to emcee the pageant. And okay, the suit pants that I brought were black, you know, but my tuxedo top was different. And I knew that the two didn't go together. And, but that was in the back of my mind because I'm like, the fabrics of the black were different. And so I could tell that they were different.、Mm-hmm. And、um, under the stage lights, I'm behind a podium. Right? So, like, I don't know. Maybe other people could tell. I, I, don't, I doubt it. But still, it was in the back of my mind. So it's like I wasn't 100% focused on the matter at hand because I started to focus on myself.、Mm-hmm. And so I had to get to a point where, you know, I just was like, okay, stop it. Like, just focus on the pageant. It doesn't matter. But for me, it mattered. Yeah. So I had to give myself a prep、mm-hmm. talk, which. Again, if you bring your right stuff and you pack and you, for, you remember your, your、um, makeup brushes, et cetera, you don't even have to do that obstacle that your、mm-hmm. competition might be fretting with along the way. Yep. So there's one more Instagram follower submission I wanted to read. Okay. And that was from Laner Liss. And she said, I forgot my mascara once. This was before I ever attempted to use fake lashes. So it was really. Noticeable if I had no mascara. Luckily, the makeup artist let me use some of hers, and I have since learned false lashes and mascara are the route to go. So, <laughs> yes, learning on the fly. And kudos to that makeup artist for being a great sport. Yeah, completely. I mean, so, okay. So, to kind of wrap this up or transition, how、yeah. would we do that? Okay, so next time you're getting ready for an appearance or an event, I want you to write down every single step you take in order to get ready. That would include blow drying your hair and what you need for that. You need your blow dryer, easy enough, maybe a round brush. Do you need texture spray or heat set to makeup primer, setting spray, any of those things that you use, write it down. And by doing this in advance, you can map out how many steps it takes for you to get ready and every single thing. That's necessary, both products or tools.、Um, and like, I forget hairspray more times than I care to admit. And it's because I get too comfortable in that routine. Like I said about the toothbrush or the hairbrush, et cetera. So do this process every few months just to ensure that your list is up to date, your packing process is as thorough as necessary. And if you find that like you do your hair or makeup in a different way and you need extra items like bobby pins、um, to execute a different look, Uh, make sure you add that to your list. Yeah. One of the things, so you and I, we've had this conversation prior, I believe, on an,、uh, another episode. But 
I always I always pack the morning of. It doesn't matter if I'm flying international. Doesn't matter if my flight is like seven a.m. Whatever. I just I got goosebumps. <laughs> that level of stress. Oh my gosh, no. But no. <laughs> I, Renata does the same thing, and so it's gotten to the. No, I'm sorry. She gets stressed out by me packing. Oh, okay, That's what okay. I meant. She okay. is, you know, type A. Does it um, like three days before? Like she's mm-hmm. her stuff's already packed. She gets so stressed out that I pack the morning of that she started packing for me. Like when we go on trips where we're together, she said, I just I can't handle it. Here's what you're going to wear. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, but like I, for the most part, I mean, I know I've been beating the, the dead horse about the suit and all that. But for the most part, I don't forget anything um, because I follow the exact same routine. And you mentioned a routine there, like your packing routine. So like, for example, I always start off with um, my underwear. Is what I is what I pack. Okay, how many days? How many underwear? Boom, got it. And then I always end with like all the accessories, like okay, mm-hmm. shaving kit, whatever. But there's a process in between that I always follow, and it helps me not to forget. So I would encourage, especially if you're doing like um, like preparing for that national pageant, you have some trips before, start to create a routine and always follow that same routine because it gets your mind in that same habit pattern. That's so important because for people like you and I, Stephen, we do a lot of travel. We are used to packing. For some of us that compete, like we only pack for that pageant in a year. So if you're not used to the habit of going through the process, it adds even more stress to it. So if that's what you need to do is basically break it down by days. And this is one of the ways I travel is I'll write, okay, on Monday, I I fly. Okay, so I need a flight outfit. And then here's Tuesday, my a.m., my p.m., I sleep. And then I like I'm constantly writing down in those subcategories what I need for extra transparency. So if you are not a seasoned traveler and you are doing so for the first time in a while for your pageant, you can't be more over analytical about what you need. Yeah. I, I read a quote by Benjamin Franklin the other day and he said, every minute spent in preparation is one hour gained. Ooh, I, like, I, I love I, that. I was like, I really like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's with the full beauty styling. A- anything yes. else you want to cover on that before we go to our last point? No, I'm happy with that. Okay. So what is our last point? So the last point is you need to pack your must-have organizational items. And when I say this, I just have to tell you that I I have a lifetime supply of Ziploc bags and plastic containers. I'm ashamed about how many I have because I I hear they're not great, but whatever. Um, but they're a necessity. Like I use them if I'm packing and I want to keep my routine. I will put like a scoop of my protein powder in a Ziploc bag and for how many days I need it. And that way I always have that, but I'm not bringing a tub of protein with me. I use it to organize all of my accessories for a given trip based on the day or based on the outfit. So whatever it is you need to be organized, invest and use that to consolidate. And I like to make a master list of all the accessories I wear for a single outfit plan during competition or during the week. I label it in its own Ziploc bag punch a hole in the top and attach it to my clothing hanger. So it's always like, okay, I grabbed the hanger for that outfit and right on it are the accessories. You, you know, before you and I started doing these podcasts, um, I would interview like Olivia, like just um, title holders. So Olivia mm-hmm. Jordan, Nia Sanchez, and the the bigger the title, what was interesting to me is the more organized the girls were, mm-hmm. the ones that I interviewed. 
So, um, you know, for example, both Olivia Jordan and Nia Sanchez, they both had like their outfits for each um, appearance, like during like Miss USA week. Yep. Um, laid out with, um, I believe they did use a Ziploc bag or some bag. They probably did. With the um, accessories kind of put inside the hanger. So the hanger goes through the Ziploc bag and all their earrings and jewelry was right there with a note like, okay, this is appearance to whatever mm-hmm. event it was. So then the day of, all they had to do was pull it out and like, okay, this is, this is what I'm wearing. Like it's all here, shoes, accessories, it's all there. And when you're packing, you make sure you don't forget things. And what we were talking about earlier of keeping your mind focused on the prize, or in this case, the crown, it allowed them to completely be relaxed. They're not running around like where they're getting ready and they can just focus on A, enjoying the moment. And both of them, when I spoke there, they're like, it was so easy. Like I just had so much fun. I was so relaxed just having the time of my life. Like they weren't stressed about winning. But it's like all the other things like you could tell they did a bunch of prep work leading up to like in organizing and preparing leading up to the competition, which helped them just that much more. Mm -hmm. So necessary. And I will say with that, too, I've seen it happen. You plan your outfits, you get there and then you get intimidated and then you start second guessing every single thing you brought. Remember, you picked your outfit for a reason. You have it all organized for that day. Stay the course. Hmm. Don't drive yourself crazy trying to reinvent the wheel, trying to reorganize unless there's a real reason. Like you find out someone else is wearing the same outfit for an appearance. I'm not ta- I'm not saying to change your competition wardrobe at all. This would be for any of your other random events you have during the week. Stay the course, be confident in your system. And then if you find yourself in the position of being a little bit worried about comparing yourself to others, really think about maybe enlisting the help of a friend or a coach to talk you through that process, but stay the course and stay confident with your decisions. Can you think of a time when you felt that way? Like you second guess your wardrobe options, but then you went and decided, okay, whatever I'm going to wear it anyways. And then you got Mm -hmm. like a load of you got a bunch of compliments. For sure. Um, not exactly that situation, but I remember, um, one of my, one of my sister Queens, one of my competitors, um, wore my fun fashion outfit to visitation the night before I competed in it. Mm. And I had a little bit of a meltdown um, that like, oh my gosh, everyone would have seen my outfit already. It's not special anymore. It looked so great on her. Is it going to look the same on me? Mm-hmm. It just was like, and that was a competition wardrobe item for me. Right. And here I am like, it's not good enough. I'm hyping myself out. Um, and I ended up like having to say, you know, I picked this for a reason. And then I went to the gym that night in the mirrors and I walked to my heart's content to make sure my routine felt confident um, and it looked special. Um, But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think everyone at every level has a moment of, oh my gosh, what if it's not good enough? And I've been there. I get it. Yeah. I had a mentor tell me once, he said, what you want is on the other side of what you fear. And I really like that. So whenever I start to feel those feelings of fear or insecurity Again, we all have them. Like they just show up in different parts of your lives or different moments. So, like whenever I feel that, I'm like, okay, what I want is on the other side of this. So just push through. And typically, like the thing I'm really, really scared of or scared to get pushed back on, it's like no thing whatsoever. It's really easy. So yeah, to echo your point, stay stay the course. You you have pre-selected what you're going to wear, just wear it. Cool. That's true. Yeah, for sure. All right. So in summary, if you're going to wrap 
all this up, how'd you do that? In summary, I'd say it's necessary to plan ahead. Love that Einstein quote you gave, Stephen. Having spreadsheets, lists, other strategic documents are more than half the battle. I'd even say 75% of the battle is the preparing for the packing. It's the packing before the packing. So knowing what you need and having reinforcements to double check your planning are absolutely essential. And don't allow time to be your your enemy. Be diligent about practicing your hair and makeup or walks in full attire. That way you know exactly what you need that you have to pack. If you're concerned, have someone else read your wardrobe schedule for the week while you confirm that every single item is already packed away. So if you have all your stuff out, you're looking at it, someone else reads through, that way you can just visually do a double check. Um, And include, like I said, travel outfits too, just to be safe, trust me. So if you know you have a travel day, Write that down, make sure it's laid out and ready to go. So preparation is the key in summary. Well, thanks for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or for one's previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.